What's going on, guys? It's your boys, Chucky and Billy from Dial Up Blitz Football Podcast. We're back for another episode. Um, yeah, we want to talk about the combine, what are our, our people that went up and down. Uh, and then, yeah, just everything that's going on in the, in the NFL right now. How are you, Bill? Yeah, I'm good, man. I love this time of the year. Free agency, it's all exciting. You know, big players moving for big dollars. Um, the Jaguars doing something stupid as they do this time every year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hyped for it. The combine was good. I know it's been a minute since then, um, but we'll touch on that as well because that was there was some madness going on there. But this is, apart from the draft, this is like my favourite like week of the off-season apart from draft week. Yeah, and yeah. I love I love free like the first rush of free agencies is awesome. Although you know our teams haven't done anything massive yet, oh. you know bringing in free agents. That both teams have made some smart moves. I think you know, mm-hmm. so I think we're both pretty happy um, so far. Um, yeah. But look, let we'll touch on free agency in a minute. Let's just get the combine stuff out of the way. Obviously, the last time you guys heard from us, we touched on three of our sort of prospects to look out for you know not necessarily our favorites but guys that we thought you know how they would perform at the combine would affect their draft stock so you know now we're going to come back we're going to give you one one player who whose draft stock we think has risen due to how they performed at the combine one player whose draft stock we think has fallen due to how they performed at the combine um, and then we'll move into some free agency stuff so chuck how about you uh you hit us up first who's your your riser or faller you decide how you want to start yeah um yeah, man, I was, uh, you know what? I thought Traylon Burks would be the the guy that I think would have lit up the combine, you know, gone out and been like, you know, the perennial wide receiver one coming out of this yeah. class. But I think, um, yeah, his combine, I think, has hurt him a little. Um, I think people still believe in him and I think he's still a good prospect. But, yeah, I just, I just don't know if he's going to go... Um, as high up as he was first projected to. Yeah, I agree, man. I think he had a great chance. He had a great chance to solidify himself as a wide receiver one, you know, with guys like Jameson Williams being injured, um, guys like Garrett Wilson not having too much tape this year, Drake London not participating. If Burks would have had, you know, like the combine we both thought he would have had, mm-hmm. I think we'd be saying this guy's a top 10 pick. He's going to be the number one wide receiver off the board. And now he's been thrown back into that mix with Garrett Wilson, Jameson Williams, you know, Drake London as the mm. four guys that you go, we're not sure one of them is going to be the first guy taken. We're not mm-hmm. sure which one, mm. but I think that, well, both of me and me and you both thought that he'd separate himself during the combine and he, he just didn't really do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like his measurables, great. You know, he's six two, two 225 pounds. Uh, and, you know, his arm span is probably the best in the class um, in, out of all the wide receivers. Um, mm. He's 40, hurt him, I think. Uh, it's four five five. Yeah, I thought he'd be a low four four guy, man. I yeah. thought he would be so blazing I. fast. So did I. Um, I, was I, mean, a little bit dis- I was a little bit disappointed. He, look, he, looks, he looks like he runs quicker on the field than, than he did on, on the runway. But, mm. um, yeah... Uh, his verticals, um, 33 inches. Uh, 24th out of 34. You know, that's that's not great. You know, no. I think I think he needs to be in the top 10. 
Uh, I thought he would have been as well. Yeah. Like when you watch him on tape, you watch him on tape and you see the speed, you see the explosiveness, you see a guy that you think is a is not a mega athlete, but a real stud among studs. Mm. Um, and it all started badly with him with the hand measurement, didn't it? You know, we were all sort of like told he's going to have 11 inch hands, he's going to yeah, have the biggest yeah. hands in the NFL. Um, and then they're like, what are they like nine and a quarter or nine and a half or something? No, nine, we seven, like, eights, yeah. Not, yeah, we were just like, hang on a minute. Like, it was supposed to be at least 10. He was supposed to have quarterback size hands. Yeah. Just didn't happen. And it kind of went downhill um, yeah. from there for him. Mm. But and I still it, think he's a first rounder. Yeah, no, I do as well. But I think if he would have had a great, um, great combine, I think he would have went mid first round. Um, if not top 15, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But now yeah. we're looking at... He would have gone first half. Yeah. I mean, now we're looking at the, probably, I, I think, top 20... You know, late round, uh, late round yeah. first. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I think he stays as a first round talent. I don't think he, you know, he, he didn't bomb to the point where teams have to go and reevaluate what they saw on the field. No, but I definitely think he's more in the range of, you know, twenty to thirty two than he is one to sixteen, if you like. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. Um, all right, so you gave a fuller. Let me give a riser. We spoke about Jordan Davis. We said that he's a big man and he can fly. A four seven eight forty at three hundred pounds. Yeah, or three hundred plus pounds for Jordan Davis. Now, you know, we touched upon in the last episode about you know how how often is he going to be on the field? What can he offer apart from being a run stuffer? I don't think teams are going to care. Teams are going to go. This dude's a freak. Like he's a super freak. Yeah, yeah. Six foot six, three hundred plus pounds, and runs a four seven eight. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like how the Chargers couldn't stop anybody running running on them last year, mm-hmm. right? Now we'll we'll touch on the Chargers later with some moves they've made. But imagine the defensive line of Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, and Jordan Davis in the middle. Like just just send three, drop eight, and let me watch and see what happens. Like please drop. I mean they Jordan can. Davis. They they can now. Do you know what I mean? Madness, um, mate. Yeah, I mean, this guy is looking like, you know, Vince Wilfork the second. You know? He's just, how are you that big and you run that fast? That's yeah. scary, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so, he run, he's 40 was faster than Patrick Mahomes. That's mad, yeah. Considering, yeah, considering we were just talking about Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks run a 4.55 and he runs a 4, what did he run? 4.78. Four, seven, eight. Eight. Yeah, crazy. As a one that's, tech. that's quite embarrassing. As a giant one sec. Yeah, that's that's mad. I, I, so you know, there was I think there was question marks about how how is he going to be used in the NFL? Is he a guy that you can take in you know the first sort of twenty picks, or is he a guy that's going to fall to the bottom of the first round, early second round? I think he's a he's a day one lock. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think definitely... I'll be shocked. Shocked if he falls out of the first round. I'll be shocked if he falls out of the top. Where are the Chargers picking? 20? 19? 18? Something like that? Something like that. Yeah. I don't if he falls know. past the... Yeah, I'm not sure. It's somewhere around there. If he, if he falls past the Chargers, I'll be shocked. Yeah. You know, um, especially, you know... No, definitely. I think uh, he has to be a lock. He has to be for day one. But... Um, what was I going to say? I think... Uh, if it depends on who who is on the line, do you know what I mean? Like if you've got help, if you've got great help around the site and around the edge, yeah, then I think he slots right in, and I think he'd do all right. 
I mean, there's probably they're probably uh, the two best pass rushers on any one team in the NFL. Yeah. But if you're looking for that penetration, that um, you know, from the from the inside, from the one tip. Uh, to, to get to the quarterback, I don't think it's going to, you know what I mean? And you've got no help yeah. around the edge. I, I don't think. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, so it depends. I think, yeah, I could see the Chargers, the Bengals. Um, I don't think the Bengals well, need not, him. I don't think he makes but, it to the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, months. exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. And they got, who, they got, is it BJ Hill? Is that their one tech? The Bengals one tech? I like him. I can't remember. I might have got his name wrong, but the, the Bengals one sets a guy I like, so I think he's a an underrated, underrated defensive lineman. But I, I just think Jordan Davis, if he, if he ends up in Los Angeles with the Chargers, you just let yeah. him eat a double team to not allow the quarterback to climb the pocket and just let Khalil Mack and, and Bosa on the edge just hmm. find yeah. their way home. Yeah, well, I've just pulled it up now. They're, they're picking at 17. 17. If he falls past 17, I'll be shocked. Mm-hmm. If it falls past 17, I'll be shocked. Okay, so you, you gave us a full loan, Traylon Burks. Who's your riser? My riser's Brees Hall. Um, I think uh, I think the combine has helped him. I think he is now looking like RB1 of the class. What did he run? Uh 439. Oh shit, sub 44. Yeah. I didn't so... think he'd run, I didn't think he'd run that fast. No, I no, I mean fast. it's a bit. It's a bit sketchy because um, I think on his second time he ran a four four five. That looks that sounds more like yeah. Hall. Even that site, like for it's me, quick. if you would have said, "I yeah," if if you would have said Brees Hall run a four four five, I God, it's a good time for him. Like not not too far away from him. I thought he'd be like a high four four guy, maybe a low four low four five, but sub four four shit. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's fast. Yeah, that's and. And his vertical is great as well. Um, explosive athlete, then. Yeah, yeah. He had a 40-inch vertical. It doesn't really show on tape. Right? I, know. I don't know. Am I wrong in saying that? Or like, I don't feel like he's a... I don't feel like he's a 40-inch vertical sub-4-4 four, four athlete when I watch the tape. I know. But let me, let me just tell you this, right? He's in the company with by running under 4-4-4. Four, 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 and getting a fourth, a forty-inch uh, vertical, is in the company of Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, Saquon Barkley, and Derek Henry. So Shit. that's come out, and that's come, yeah. So there's only six RBs that have done that since 2003. So I think we need to start paying attention to Brees Hall. Um, like I don't think I think it helps him. I think this combine helps him, and I think it will help his his draft stock. But I don't think it's gonna. I still think he's a day two pick. I was gonna um, say. I was just about to say where what round I had him as like a, a fourth round pick before the combine. Now I feel like I need to go back and watch the tape. Yeah. Yeah. So where um, what do you think day two? Like a second I think, rounder, third rounder? I think he's. I think he's a second rounder. I think he's in the top half of the second round as well. So I don't think he's going to go 33, 34, 35. I don't think he's going to be that early. But, you know, 12, 12 13, 14, 15 of the second round. Second round. Yeah. So that um, mid-second rounder. Yeah, yeah. Mid-second looking rounder. like, yeah, looking like, you know, 47 to 50 overall. Okay. 
I'm going to go back and watch some Breesaw. So I watched him, watched a little bit, and I was just, I don't know, not underwhelmed. Well, yeah, a little bit underwhelmed, I suppose. Like, I didn't like the athlete that I saw. Mm. I just thought, uh, yeah, okay, good good college back, but does it really transfer to the NFL? Um, I remember when we spoke about him, you know, you were a little bit worried about his physicality mm-hmm. and if he could consistently, you know, churn out positive yardage in the NFL. I know, I'm going to have to go back and watch him, I think. Yeah, I mean, on college... In the last three years, he's averaged twenty touchdowns a year. Oh yeah, uh, he look, he, uh, that's what I look when I looked at him. I, I mean, looked at yeah, him and was like, oh, he's a he's a good a good college running back, but mm. is he what I would call an NFL running back? And I just didn't think so. But now with them numbers, mm. I feel like I'm, I feel like I need to go and watch him again. Just, yeah, okay. that's what I've done. I've, I've looked at it and I'm like, it's pretty decent, and he's in you know that stat alone uh, with the company that he keeps in that with them stats, I think, um, yeah, I think we need to pay him a little bit more attention. But, yeah, like I said, mm. I, I think he's going to be 47 to 50 in the NFL draft. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, I'm gonna, keep, yeah. Keep I'm going to go him, back man. and watch the tape. I'm going to go keep back and watch the tape. A lot of people that I've, I've listened to and I've spoken to have said that, you know, he might, he might sneak into the top 31, 32, top half of this first round. I don't see it, but... I, I mean, mean, if anyone... For me, if a front office drafts a running back in the first round, they don't know what to do it. Mm-hmm. For me, personally, mm-hmm. I just wouldn't do it. I don't care if it's... He's... Barry he's Sanders, not... Like, yeah. He's not a Saquon Barkley. Like, he's not the best prospect or at running back that's come out. You know what I mean? But I think he's a luxury pick. I think if you get it, if a team gets him, I think, and he can display... Yeah what he's done at college at the NFL level, I think uh, they'd, they'd be lucky. Okay. I'm going to go back and watch him. Um, and then we'll talk about him. We get close to the draft and we yeah. cover our running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Just quickly, my combine faller, uh, Marjay Sanders, the, the edge rusher from Cincinnati. He came in at the start of, of the college season. People talking about him as, you know, this potential first round edge rusher. Um, and obviously with the Bills needing pass rusher, pass rush help, I, I kept an eye out on him. And he came in as an edge rusher and weighed in at 228 pounds. And I was like, why what? Why is he so light? Like mm. how many how many pass rushers like at 228 pounds? Like that's a light, that's a wide nine kind of specialist mm. pass rusher. And then he ran a four, six, seven. And I was like, how? So what? he's it's he's, so he's come in light and now and he's run, run slow. slow. <laughs> I mean, really, you want them to be flipped around. You want you want a heavier he, guy with a with uh, a lightning speed forty. I mean, he's not that much faster than Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis is like <laughs> twice his weight. Yes, yeah. I, I, when he came in at that weight, I was like, "Oh, he's going to run like mm. like this is going to be fast." And I was like, what, the f- "What? What have you done to your draft stock?" Mm-mm. Like people would start the year, people were talking about him as a potential fringe first rounder. After the after the the season finished, the college season finished, people were talking about Marjo Sanders all, you know, mid to late second rounder. And, and now it's like she might go in the third, I guess. Now you watch him on tape and there's talent. There's there's talent there. It's not all put together and he's not gonna fit every scheme, but there's talent there. But with those measurables and that way, it's just Slow, light pass rushers don't win in the NFL. And it's yep. it's kind of tough to see. I think someone will take a shot on him in the third. I still think someone will go well. 
the tape was was pretty good. So let's just see what we got. But yeah, you know, a guy that has gone from a, a day, a, well, a second round pick, he's dropped a round mm-hmm. because of what he did at the combine. He would have been better off not participating. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, so yeah, he really hurt his hurt his draft stock. Looking forward to getting into the edge rushes as I do every year and um seeing where he falls, but that's gonna hurt him even on my my board. Right? You know, I, I take what I see on on film more than what what the weigh in say, but that's a very light, very well not very slow, but a light and slow pass rusher. Mm. Yeah, it's not going to ca- capture yeah. the eye, is it? Doesn't move the needle for me. But um, mm. anyway, we'll see how these guys do. So, Traylon Burks is your faller, and Brees Hall is your riser. Jordan Davis is my riser. Marjo Sanders is my faller. Keep an eye on them uh, when the draft rolls around at the end of April. Okay, let's move on to free agency, Chuck. Yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, like we said, our teams ain't done hardly anything. Um, well, I mean, you gave a pass rusher a hundred million yeah. contracts, but he was your own guy. So, yeah. you know. Fair enough. And I think he's deserved it, to be fair. He's been awesome, Max Crosby. Yeah, you know, yes. Max Crosby got the bag. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who else got the va- the bag? Who got the bag? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers got the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when well, doesn't Aaron Rodgers get the bag? I know, man. I, he's de- he deserves it too. But, um, I don't know, 38-year-old quarterback, would you give him f- 150 mil over three years? I'd have traded him. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have traded him. You probably would have all the, all the all the drama, all the I, I would have traded him. I would have I mean we'll we'll talk about Devontae Adams later. I would have tag and traded Devontae Adams and started again. Yeah, well the Packers don't do that, you know. No, I know. I know. I think it's they've I think it's spoiled. their division. They're in a favorable division where they're gonna win it every year. So as long as Aaron Rodgers is there, they're going to win the they're going to win the division. They're going to win the North. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's it's still the same thing. It's going to come down to like, are they good enough to beat the Rams? Are they good enough to beat the Niners? Are they good enough to beat the Bucks? Now Brady's back. Probably I don't not. Know. No, probably not. So what? What's the point? Blow it up. Start again. Yeah. With, imagine I mean, the haul you would get for Rodgers and Adams. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You'd get you'd get free free ones, I think. You pretty much get whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, what was it? Three years, hundred and fifty. Three years, hundred fifty million. That's it. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's this. It's a lot. <laughs> like per year, there's got to be the biggest. Got to be the biggest contract given per on a per year basis. Surely. Mm-hmm. So, look, I mean, look, if they win a Super Bowl, one more Super Bowl before Rodgers retires, then, okay, fair enough, it's worth it. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure on Green Bay right now. A lot of pressure. You've just given Aaron Rodgers that. So that the draft pick of Jordan Love looks even worse because by the time his rookie contract's up, Aaron Rodgers is finishing his contract. So you could end this with no quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you caused this problem. Yeah, I, I, I I said that when... The 200 million contract got announced, and I was like, "That pick just looks egregious." They need Bad. to either they need to recoup on it by trading Jordan Love out, or but what are you going to get for him? A third, a fourth? <laughs> it's better than nothing. It's better than him walking yeah. out on nothing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Cut your losses, and it's not mm. fair on Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love's a talented quarterback. 
but it was just a bad situation. It's, for it's only so go. long a quarterback can um, can sit behind someone. A, a first rounder can sit behind someone and learn. I think there's only so much you can do that before they need to actually get on the field and start throwing footballs. Trade him to the Lions. Precisely. Trade him but, to the Lions. But, um, yeah, I think. Uh, who have you got? For, who have you got for free agency? Um, I mean, I just want to touch on what what the hell the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing. Like, if someone could tell me that'd be nice. Look, they made Christian Kirk. I like Christian Kirk. Yeah, I think he's a good wide receiver. I think he's a very, very good wide receiver three, a good wide receiver two. But you've paid him like top three money. Mm. Will be top four money when Devontae Adams gets paid by somebody. But what? What? Yeah, are you, what? What are you doing? I don't understand it. I think um, after hearing about this contract, I think the free agency really just separates the men from the boys when it comes to the GM game. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, you know what I mean? It really shows how smart some of the other GMs are. And uh, there's no one in no one in the league other than the Jags, I think, that would that would give Christian Kirk that much money. No, there was a lot of chatter amongst Bills fans that Christian Kirk was going to be a target for us because he was seen on a holiday with Josh Allen. And they started batting around numbers like 10 million, 11 million a year. And Bills fans are like, absolutely not. Like, what are you talking about? It's Christian Kirk. And he goes and gets like 80 million, like a, what is it, three year, 86 million contract or some stupid, ridiculous number. What drugs are they? I mean, I know it's Florida, but Jesus Christ, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and then later on in the day, they go and give Zay Jones a three-year, $30 million contract. I think $24 million guaranteed. It's Zay Jones. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what, what are you doing? And then you release Miles Jack. Yeah, they can't, they can't afford pot- him. And start talking about potentially trading LaVisca Chanel. Why? Because you've got Zay Jones now. What? Yeah, I, what? I don't understand it, to be honest. But... Um... DJ Chart, he, of... got, he got out of there. I think, it's, I think it's best for him, to be honest, to go to the Lions. DJ Chart's gone, I think, for what? Is it 10 million? I think, I think the Lions gave him 10 million. Yeah. I would rather have DJ Chark and LaVisca Chenault than I would Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Like, I don't even care what the money is. Even if the money is the same, give me DJ Chark and LaVisca Chenault. I mean, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray's made Christian Kerr look good. I don't know what, the agents pulled off a blinder because I don't know what the he Jags has, have seen. He has played a blinder. But, like, what What are you doing? I thought things were going to change when Doug Pedersen came. I thought, right, they did, they, they, they couldn't go, like, Urban Meyer was the stupidest thing anyone's ever done. And now you've gone, right, we've gone a, a, a veteran head coach, a Super Bowl winning head coach, good offensive mind. We're going to let him nurture and develop Trevor Lawrence. You know, this is the same head coach that had Carson Wentz looking mm-hmm. like the MVP, yeah? What, what, what are you doing? What, this is why you couldn't get... Uh, what's, the, what's the guy's name they wanted from Tampa as their head coach? The... Offensive coordinator, what's the dude's name? Byron Leftwich. Leftwich. This is why yeah. they couldn't get Byron Leftwich. 
because Lethbridge wouldn't come until they sacked Balky. So they oh, instead went with Doug Pedersen, who was unemployed. It's like he single-handedly just wants to destroy the Jaguars. I've never known a GM to be such an op for his for the team that employs him. It's ridiculous. It's like it works for the Colts. It's a joke. Yeah, well, it's a joke. I think that's what I like about free agency because you know players get these numbers. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the guaranteed number was, but um, and you see, you see if they're gonna if they're gonna win out, kind of if they're going to get that production after getting all this money. But nine times out of ten, they don't. Players are just Nothing. going around yeah. getting paid and, you know, they're going to put up okay-ish numbers, you know, five, six hundred yards. It's what, it's what Christian Kurt's been doing. He's not a thousand-yard receiver. No. He's not he's a wide receiver yard. one. Nowhere near no. it. He's a wide receiver he's a seven, three. Yeah, he's a 700 yard a season, couple of big games here and there, but you got to remember he has a couple of big games because he's got DeAndre Hopkins outside taking all the attention. Mm. Like, I just, I just, it's just stupid. It's just a stupid contract from a stupid team. I don't know what they're trying to do. This is why the Jags would always just go around in circles and circles and circles. Like, there's a reason, 99% of the time, there is a reason that these guys are free agents. Like, very rarely does a top, top tier talent become a free agent. If they do, it's their own choice, a la Tom Brady. I don't want to sign with the, with the Patriots again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very rarely the teams let studs leave, especially studs that can command that kind of money. There's a reason for that. Christian Kirk is not stuck by any stretch of the imagination and he's been paid like he's going into the Hall of Fame. And the only person that should be going to the Hall of Fame in this situation is his agent. Like he's won a ring, yeah. Madness, but it's the it's the Jags, and what else do we expect? Um, just wanted to tap on the onto the QB carousel. It's finally started. Um, we've got Mitch Trubisky. He's gone off to the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers starting quarterback. I like Mitch. I think it's a good time, a good opportunity for him to restart. Rebuild this is pretty his much career. what I said. Yeah, mm. this is pretty much what I said last year. You know, I said he's going to come to Buffalo. He's going to sit behind Josh. Teams are going to reevaluate his tape from when he was in Chicago. They're going to look at it and they're going to go, well, do you know what? His stats weren't that bad. His winning record wasn't that bad. And Matt Nagy got fired. Look what Matt, Matt Nagy couldn't build an offense around Justin Fields. He couldn't build an offense around a prime Peyton Manning because he's useless. And I think teams are finally giving Mitch that benefit of the doubt and going, well, all right, you never really had a shot, did you? Because your head coach was a nutter. And he still, like, he took him to the playoffs. He and had not a just winning that record. As well, not just that. I, I think um, him going to the Bills is good because they were a contending team, right? Yeah. They are a contending team. But it allows, whenever you get involved with another player that's been fired or, or has been traded before, it allows the coach that is currently his coach, which is Sean McDermott, allows uh, GMs and coaches to talk to Sean and get another evaluation from him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, um, he's seen him day in, day out. He's like, what's he like? What's his work ethic like? How's he been? Uh, yeah. What's he been like in practice? Because we don't see all that. Yeah. You know, Trubisky yeah. gets some reps in practice. He gets to build chemistry with with good players. So, mm. yeah. And, and you got to remember, it, it's, it's telling 
that he's gone to the Steelers because Mike Tomlinson has got a good relationship with Sean McDermott. They're both former William and Mary players. You see it after we play the Steelers. They're always, you know, sort of hugging it out, chatting on the sideline. Like they're, they're friends, they're pals at least. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know that, that he would have given Sean McDermott a call and gone, look, we're interested in Mitch. What are you going to tell us about him? Yeah. And you could tell by the way that, that Brandon Bean spoke about Mitch Trubisky and his presser, you know, like if he, he pretty much said, if we could have him back, we'd love him back, but we know we're not going to get him back. We know he's going to go and be a starter somewhere. And I think that's what's going to turn out. I think yeah. I'll be very surprised if Mitch Trubisky isn't a starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers this season. Yeah, so Sean McDermott signed it off. And yeah, I think it's a good move for Trubisky. I think he's in a stable yeah. franchise. You know, this franchise have had, what, four QBs in the last hundred years. So yeah, they're, they're, you know, He's gone to a good place for him. Yeah, they're stable and they're going to be patient with him. I think they're going to yeah. nurture him into a good good starter. But yeah, so we'll do see. I, we'll I see. agree. I agree. Um, and then obviously Russell Wilson. Yeah. What was that, a week ago maybe? Goes... Yeah. Oh, just come out of nowhere. No, I was sitting there looking at, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to sign a new deal with the Packers. And it's just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, it's just going to be status quo. And then, like, an hour later, bang, yeah, boom. Like, the whole NFL world just went mental. Russell Wilson's going to Denver. What the f- madness? Madness. Great for Denver fans, awful for Raider fans, <laughs> awful for Seahawks fans. Yeah. Two of my yeah. good pals are one's a Raider fan, one's a Seahawks fan. So it was kind of funny. Yeah, I'm, but, um... I'm, I'm distraught <laughs> about it, but <laughs> we, we need to keep it moving. Um, yeah, I mean, Seahawks say that they got a fair amount. I think they could have got more, but yeah, I think they could have got, I think they should have got more. Yeah, but um, you know, we'll see. Uh, I think Russ is going to do great in Denver. They've, they've seemed to, they've done well in free agency, they've, they've kept um, Josie Jewell. Uh, I like Josie Jewell, man. I'm a big yeah, fan of Josie Jewell. I like him as well. Um, I was hoping he would hit the market. But... Yeah, same. I like Josie Jewell, man. He's a good player. Um, uh, yeah, well, Randy Gregory. Let's touch yeah. on that. He's gone to the Denver Broncos yeah. big contract. Have I, you I heard d- the story? Right. So the story is that Randy Gregory was set to go to Denver. Yeah, he had. He was like, right, I'm, I'm going to Denver. Jerry Jones apparently. Gave him the spill of all spill, sold in the dream. Yeah, like like, forget college recruitment. Like recruited the arse off Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory said, "Okay, I'm going to come back and be a Dallas Cowboy." And once they had a verbal agreement, they tried to change the terms of the deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Randy Gregory just went, "Well, from what from I'm what I've heard, up. from what I've heard is that um." Yeah, they tried to change it in a way that was like they didn't change what it said in the contract, but they changed some of the language. So it was like some of the ands and ors. Yeah. Yeah. So which which for people that are not like sports contracts is that's very, you know, and changing an and to an or is or. very yeah, because yeah, like, you're, you're you talking like a about burger and chips, or would you like a burger or chips? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because it's a lot of, different. <laughs> In the contracts, a lot of these are like player um, player performance bonuses and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, he didn't like that. He, I wouldn't either. I think... I know what I would. Yeah, I think um, you'd feel a bit betrayed. You know? Mate, you've got the it's, owner it's of the slight. team. It's very slight. You've got the owner of the team selling you the dream. And then once you've agreed with him, he's then gone and picked up the phone and gone, 
oh yeah i told him he can have this but just you know change that a little bit and change that a little bit when paying attention there whatever yeah yeah but when you've got the denver broncos over there going no no we'll give you that we'll, we'll give you exactly what they'll give you we'll give you no messing around mm. and randy gregory called bullshit and now he's a denver bronco yeah i mean i'd yeah, I don't know. I think um, if Russ weren't there, would he go? Don't know. Now it's all played out, but yeah, as a, as a player, does it does it now mean that Von Miller's likely to go back to the Rams? There was talk about Von Miller potentially going back to Denver. Is that done now, or do you think they bring in Von Miller as well? I mean, <laughs> if, if, they're, if they're really if they're really serious about you know saying we've got a shot, we've got an actual yeah. shot of winning the Div and going on to win a Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I think they bring in Von Miller. Von Miller is Denver Broncos. He's their locker room. I don't care if he's just spent a year at the Rams and got a Super Bowl. Yeah, ring. true, true. He is their locker room. He's their leader. True. And well, it's even better if he comes into the room with, look on my ring. I've got one, yeah. I've got Boom. one in yeah. orange and blue, one in yellow and blue. I want another one in orange and blue. Let's go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Russ is obviously, he's there. He's a new kid on the block. He's going to want a ring. He's got a ASAP. ring. He's got a ring. I know he's got one, but he's going to want a Denver and orange and blue one. Yeah, that's the thing. You bring in this in his changing rooms. Von Miller so, comes back with another ring. Uh, you get Russell Wilson coming in with a ring. Russell Wilson's trying to bring Bobby Wagner with him. He's got a ring. I mean, <coughs> yeah, just that, just that alone. You know, they've already got a good secondary. They've got a young secondary over at um, Denver. You know, if you bring in players like Wagner, Miller, um, now Randy Gregory, come on, you're looking like a serious, serious team. With an already dangerous offense. That's like, what the I mean. offense was good, boy. Look yeah. out. So, yeah, Look I think out. I really think the Denver Broncos, they're, they're, they're doing things and I think they're making big moves. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see that division's mad. So, in reaction to the Denver Broncos bringing in Russell Wilson, the LA Chargers go, all right, bet, hold my beer. Khalil Mack, how would you like to 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 partner Joey Bosa on the edge, mm. and and then to double down on it, they go and sign JC Jackson in JC. free agency. Yeah, they beat us out on the on the oh. on the player bid. So it's literally like the Chargers went. Well, we've got Justin Herbert and we've got Keenan Allen and we've and they signed Mike Williams to a massive contract, like three years, sixty or something. Mm-hmm. So they go right. We got the offense. We can we can score with you. Now we're going to stop you. Mm. Khalil Mack and JC Jackson boy yeah. I think uh, th- that's the thing I think in terms of in terms of JC um, even Khalil Mack um, I think if we had a shot at getting Khalil Mack back I think we would have done it but um, just looking at both got teams good pass rushes. yeah but look yeah exactly I mean mm. we've just given Max Crosby all that money I think we believe in him do you know what I mean yeah and he but, got quite as good as well yeah yeah, um, but looking at our teams, I think you know our secondary needs help. I think JC would have would have um, contributed a lot to that. But yeah. then he's looked at Chargers and gone right. They're in the playoff window. They they they're going to be in the playoffs. Like yeah, I hate to say it, but the three teams above us, I think we're the fourth best team in the div now. And you're a good team. That's the we're madness. Not, you are not a bad. good team. We're not bad, but it's like we haven't got any... especially playoff team. Especially on offense, we haven't, other than Dar- uh, Darren Waller, we haven't got anyone that's like the guy. Do you know what I mean? Even why on our second... Why are you doing my boy Hunter Renfro like that? Come on, man. 
Why do, why Come why on, are you man. doing the young Cole Beasley like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you're not going to win a Super Bowl, Cole Beasley, are you? As no. your number one fair, guy. Fair point. <laughs> fair point. Yeah. But, um, and even on the secondary, like, you know, they've got Derwin James. We, we ain't got to play like that. I mean, we've got yeah, Abram, but a- a- Abram's, he's, a- he's, a, he's Abram, a headhunter. He's, he's like Abram Jamal Adams. Abram thinks he's Derwin James. Yeah, he's, he's, he's another, he's, he's a B tech Jamal Adams. I love him. <laughs> I love him. B-tech Jamal Adams. <laughs> I love him, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's just a headhunter. Yanks will not get that reference. That's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. He's a but yeah, and I'm saying Adams. that. About, I'm saying that about one of my guys. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, in this div, you know, we're looking. I'm, I'm scared. Um, every every divisional game is like a playoff game for us. Yeah, I, f- I feel like the Raiders Raiders fans now feel like Seahawks fans who look at that division and go, "Oh man, Kyler Murray." You know, okay, Trey Lance, but it's not Trey Lance you're scared of, it's Carl Shanahan you're scared of. Yeah, yeah. Sean McVay. And then Matt Stafford and Sean McVay, the Super Bowl champions. And you're like, oh, well, I guess we've got Geno Smith. Uh, no, no, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> Rashad Penny. Yeah. You got Rash- Rashad Penny for three games and Chris Carson for four games. And then I don't know what we do. All right, peace, Seattle. Yeah, but um, let's uh, get to the let's get to the big story. Um, one that hasn't happened yet. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, 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 okay. I can lead off on this. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's okay. go. Um, yeah, we, you know, Deshaun Watson not being indicted uh, for criminal for criminal charges. He probably probably will for civil charges, but I don't Wait, think free that's gonna, Deshaun Watson. You know, that's not going to affect his NFL career he might get banned I think he will get banned by the NFL um, but it won't be doesn't. it won't be a long ban it will, it'll probably be like they, three or four games I feel like Goodell should come out and just be like look he didn't like he didn't play all of last year that's enough of a ban like a, one of the NFL's best quarterbacks in his prime didn't play yeah. for a whole season Yeah, that's enough alright it's enough Let we want to see Deshaun the man's not guilty right okay in a, the by law, he's not guilty. Mm. Let him play. Let mm-hmm. him play. Yeah. But I think Goodell's a politics man. And I think um, you know, he's gonna look at the demographics and go, okay, no. Nah, we need to we need to offer some punishment. We need to give out some punishment. So I think it would be a two or three game ban, maybe four. Do you know Tom Brady got I think got banned for what that deflate gate? How four. many games? Four games. Four. Yeah. So yeah, it might be similar to that, but the big story, it's not about whether he's going to get banned or not. It's where he's going to go. Where he's going to go. Okay, so look, apparently the rumour is that before the Texans would allow anyone to speak to Sean Watson, they had to receive an offer that contained at least three first-rounders plus, plus other picks plus a player. Fair. So apparently the three teams that matched that offer sheet, if you like, were the Carolina Panthers, who we all knew would, the New Orleans Saints, who I don't know how they're planning on paying anybody, mm, yeah. and and the the Cleveland Browns, which was a little bit of a like slight surprise, I guess, because Baker Mayfield's not bad. They predominantly run the ball anyway, so you mm. kind of just thought, are they really going to give up all of that? But apparently, they're the three teams. Now, I mean, yeah, go on. Sorry, I. I wrote an article 
last year, last offseason, around about this time, saying that the Carolina Panthers were going to be... They, 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 they make sense. Like, they've got an owner that's willing to just give up everything to get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, he played his college football at Clemson in Carolina. Like, he'll be like bringing, bringing a son home, if you like. Now, I'm not so sure. Like, it seems like he's a little bit off on going to Carolina. For some reason, the Saints seem to be the favourite. Mm-hmm. I just don't get I don't like no Sean Payton anymore no money no wide receivers apart from Slant yeah. Boy yeah, like a, I just don't get it it's a bit of a sidewards move that one it's re- yeah it's really weird I think like the Saints are not. I, I just can't imagine them being a, somewhere you'd want to go yeah and then the, the Cleveland Browns which like I said a bit of a surprise but out of those three where do you think he ends up or do you think there's someone out of the blue like the Colts or Hello, yeah, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that because I was going to say Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons, what, send him actually back home? Where yeah. You know, I he's think, a Georgia kid. I think this is, this is Deshaun's choice, yeah? Regardless of what the, the Texans want, this yeah. is Deshaun's choice where he goes. And I think it's going to be an emotional move. I think uh, it probably won't be a business move. It'll probably be, you know, I want to go back home, go back to my roots, you know, following the footsteps of Michael Vick and LFG. Um, I'd actually love him in Atlanta from a fantasy point of view. Yeah, I mean, even from an NFL point of view, I think... The Sean Watson to Carl Pitts all day. I'd like to see him in a Falcons jersey, if I'm honest. Um, If it wasn't a Raiders jersey, you know. Um, But I I, I think they're in a point, and Deshaun would have to know that, you know, I think for him, going to a contender is is out of the question. You know, the Browns are probably the most con- uh, contending team out of all out of the lot. I know they've let uh, OBJ go and they've let Landry go, but but Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper's there, yeah, and that's your that's your wide receiver one. Yeah, they've got a, they've got a wide receiver one, mm-hmm. which is awesome. They've got a good run game. Yeah, defense does need some work. But they have Miles Garrett on the edge, so they, they, you know, yeah, and they have a draft ahead of them as well. So it's not like they can't recruit people. I'm not saying these, you know, I'm not saying all rookies come in and they deliver straight away. But yeah, you know, usually one or two might shine, um, given the chance. And yeah, you just you just go with that, pick up some free agents. But I think yeah, once you've solidified your quarterback position, that's when you start. And we're only in day one or day two now of free agency. So, um, yeah, you go out and get the guys you need to get. Yeah. And that's the thing is once you've got a quarterback, once you've got, if the Browns go and get the Sean Watson, they become, a, again, somewhere free agents will go, well, yeah, we'll go there. Mm. Like that. We'll go there. What, you know, we'll take slightly less money to go play in Cleveland because they've got a roster that looks like, let's not forget, coming into this season, the season just gone, People were talking about the Browns as like a sneaky team to make a deep run in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, it kind of didn't all go to plan. Baker got injured. There was defense did some weird things, but they're a talented team with a talented roster. Special teams killed them. Yeah, yeah. But you add Deshaun Watson to that team, players, free agents are going to go. Yeah, I can, I can live with that. I can it's go there t- for a year a, or two. It's a Tom Brady effect. Look what's just happened. But the Bucks were looking at dismantling their whole team. Now he's turned around and said he wants to come in. We've had players sign up. You know the Bills yesterday signed J.D. McKissick. 
two years, seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. He's changed. He's changed his mind. Running back JD McKissick, who intended to sign a two-year, seven million dollar oh, no. deal with the Buffalo Bills, changed his mind and is instead returning to Washington for the same compensation. Absolutely kills my Antonio Gibson Take. fantasy football ownership. Yeah, I was looking forward to having a decent. Decent third down option, but anyway, screw JD McKissick. No one cares about that guy. So, what? So, you still saying the Falcons, the Sean Watson? I, I think, I think, thinking about not, not just as this isn't business, this isn't football. I'm thinking about the player, and I think if yeah. he's got a choice to go anyway, he's going to want to go to his hometown. Okay, I he'll, can be, see it. he'll be a hero, he'll be a hero, then. yeah, of course, of you course. Know? And I can but, see it, and I'd like to see it, I think, yeah, but I think. The, the the front office will have to say to him, you know, listen, we're <laughs> we ain't got no wide receivers, so we're in a little yeah. bit of a two to three year rebuild period. You know, we've got Carl Pitts, yeah, um, but you're just going to need to bear with us, kind of thing. Yeah, but it's one of them things I think that you can make. So they're going to the, obviously they'd have to give up their first round pick this year if they're going to get him. Mm-hmm. So you know that first round wide receiver option isn't. Isn't viable, but you know you've got Cole Pitts as a as a legit, what not a wide receiver, but a number one target mm-hmm. in the passing game, and then you know a guy like Jarvis Landry, you go well, how, you come in, you be our slot receiver, so you're option two in the yeah. passing game, and then okay, I mean you're, you're going to have to go and find some cheap work as as your outside guys, but at least you give him a couple of viable options. Maybe that allows you to bring Cordero Patterson back at a reduced rate because he's going. Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, yeah. We've got no weapons. I can come back, what play with Deshaun Watson, just stay at that. home, mm-hmm. you know, and you give him some options so it's not like he's fighting fires like he was in Houston. You know, they're, they're, they're building towards something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously they'd trade Matt Ryan, so they might be able to get some a doubt a lot, but something for that because that's a heavy contract for someone to take on. So they'll probably have to eat a lot of that cap too. So it would be, might be one of the things where they're kind of trying this to year. balance the books. Yeah, this year is just just about year. playing football, doing the best you can. But listen, yeah, you're our guy, you're our franchise guy, you always will be. Da, da, da. Yeah. Let's We're go gonna... forward, let's rebuild yeah. around you. That's it. Let's We're go. gonna build it around you. And then all yeah. of a sudden it looks all rosy when the salary cup eases up. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley comes back and all of a sudden wants to stay in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, I like I mean, I'm still gonna say the Panthers. I called it last year. I just think they've got I think they're the one team That's that has got an owner. But I just think they've got an owner that's like, I do not care what it costs me. I do not care if I have to give him the biggest contract in NFL history. I do not care if it costs me all of our draft picks for the next three years. I do not care if it costs me bringing his his dad in as head coach. Mm. I want a quarterback. I can get that one. And I'm doing it. I don't care what it costs me. Like Dave Tepper's a bit mental. yeah, And I feel like he is the one NFL owner that would just go, I don't care what it costs. I do not, here's a blank checkbook. Write your number on it. And the Texans go, all right. And Watson goes, all right. You're going to pay me Aaron Rodgers money. All right. So I, I still think it's Carolina. But, I mean, really, apart from the Bucks, it could be anyone in the NFC South. With that, I think we should probably wrap this episode up. It's been a pretty long one by the, by the yeah, you know, guessing of it. Yeah. But we'll be back next week. More stuff to talk about. I'm guessing we'll we'll have some more answers in free agency. We know who's going where. And then we can really dive into some draft talk once free agency is all about the way. Um, yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening, guys. Catch you next week. Laters.